Rock Solid Radio wants to thank Casey's Outdoor Solutions. Casey's is a premier garden center and gift shop located in Lawrenceburg, Indiana. They offer a wide selection of high-quality plants, landscaping materials, and home decor. They do amazing high-quality work and can help you transform your indoor and outdoor living spaces into something beautiful. So stop by Casey's Outdoor Solutions today and let them know you appreciate their support for Rock Solid Radio. Visit Casey's today at 21481 State Line Road, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Welcome to Rock Solid Radio. I'm Linda Hutchinson, the Executive Director of Rock Solid Families, and I'm here with the one and only Merle. Merle, I'm super excited about this tonight's show. I am not talking to you, Linda. <laughs> Why? We're not on talking terms right now. What? Are you just saying that because it's our topic tonight? No, you made fun of me. What do you mean I made fun of you? You made fun of my headset. <laughs> just because I took a picture of it before we went on air. Right before we go on air. What's wrong with my headset? There's nothing wrong with my headset. Oh, if you're listening instead of watching, you really need to get on YouTube and check out I this got episode. a deal. <laughs> I got a deal. And I said, as long as you're willing to wear them, I'm fine. But... You lost your other headset. Well, describe to people what you see because I don't see it. It looks fine to me. You know, what's that old cartoon um, where the Martians, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> the, Jetsons, the Jetsons, the Jetsons. You look yeah. like something from the Jetsons. Why? So if you'll notice, I've got my headset on and it's got a little like strap that helps keep the adjustment right so that the headphones oh. aren't dropping up and down. But in the meantime, the part that goes across the top is, you know, what, about three feet up above my head or something? It's like a gigantic halo. So anyway, she's making fun of me oh. right off the bat. We don't even hardly get rolling, and she's making fun of me. So I'm just mad well, at it's, you. It's actually perfect because we're talking <clears throat> out today about when you disagree with your spouse. Oh, yeah. So this will be good. we already just had that just trying to put headsets on. So yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm not wearing that headset. No. I think I'll go without headsets before I go with one. So, But before we get into our topic today, which I, I am excited about, actually, I, I think it'll be a great topic. I know there's a lot of people out there. We're not the only ones that disagree as a oh, married couple, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, and I think it surprises people that we do, even still today. And so we're going to Daily basis, that. people. It's a daily basis around here. Why do you here. have your yeah. eyes bugging out when you say that? It's like Because I'm not sure what kind of show we're going to walk into. We really you don't either. You seem to be a whole lot happier about doing this show than I do. Somehow yeah. I think I'm coming in on the short side on no, this one. No, it's all about well, love. Let, 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 let's talk. <laughs> Yeah. Let's talk about some thank yous. Let's yes. thank you to Casey's Outdoor Solution for sponsoring what we do here at Rock Solid Radio as well as Rock Solid Family. So we want to thank those guys for what they do. Also want to thank Maxwell Construction for coming alongside of uh, our work here, our ministry. Uh, those are just great sponsors that believe in what we do. And part of, uh, not only are they making our community better, but we mm -hmm. feel uh, their outreach through this type of programming makes this world a little bit better place. So we want to thank Casey's Outdoor Solutions and Maxwell Construction for sponsoring today's show. Yeah, for sure. Um, we also want to remind you guys that we are in an April special in our in our gym. And so we've had some new folks coming yes, in yeah. and they've been listening to our show and they've been trying to give it a try. And it's pretty cool. They it's won't now, now that you've made fun of me because I look like something from the Jetsons. Thank you very much. It's just, it's really cool to see folks really taking control over their life. You know, we had that 
show that a couple weeks ago about fresh starts. And so we said, hey, not only is it emotionally and relationally, but it's also physically. Yeah. And so um, we are just continuing that through the month of April. So come into our gym and give it a try. And it's a, a discounted rate of $60 for the for the 10 classes, which ends up being about $6 a class. And so it's a great chance to kind of give a new exercise a try. Right. And if you don't know what our exercise is, which we call finishing, um, come on out and just give it a try. It's uh, first class is always free. So um, give it a try. It is really for anybody and everybody. Uh, we have people that have come in in wheelchairs. Mm. Uh, we have uh, athletes that come in. And we have just uh, middle-aged people want to get yeah. in shape. So uh, we can accommodate. We can make the changes that we need to to make it work for you. So come on yeah. in. Hey, hun. you know, some people don't know that we not only do faith-based coaching in our office in St. Leon, Indiana, and we also do weekly podcasts, two of them. You mm-hmm. do one, Strong Dads, with Kyle, the younger dad. Who, Which is the reason why I'm wearing these funny <laughs> headset here because Kyle to, has my other set of headphones. Kyle, Thank give you, him Kyle. his headset back. Um, but also, we do some speaking. Um, and you just got done. Tell me a little bit about your little experience with FCCCLA. FCCCCCC. FCCLA. So. Uh, so I've been connected with this group for probably well over 10 years. And what does um, FCC LA So it's family, uh, family, Career Community Leaders of America. Okay. Okay. And so, you know, I, I don't want to give it a bum rap because, uh, but I'm trying to draw an association. This kind of came out of like the home ec days, mm. right? And um, really, you know, probably back in the, the late 80s and stuff, they said, you know, hey, a lot of moms aren't just staying at home anymore. They're going out and they're getting careers and they're going to college and they're doing these different things. And so they they kind of morphed this into something that's much bigger. Like a leadership. Yeah, the leadership. Like whether you're the leader at home, whether you're the leader in a school, mm-hmm. whether you're a leader in a church, whatever it is. And... Um, so these guys have really taken on a life of their own. I know mm-hmm. here in Indiana, it is a huge, huge thing. Yeah. Um, at our it's a nationwide organization. Yeah, it's a nationwide organization. Mm-hmm. At our mm-hmm. local school here at East Central High School, it is huge. And I'll shout out to Brenda Osmond. Yeah. She is the, um, the sponsor of that um, club. And, I mean, they have hundreds of kids yeah. um, that Students, are in that. Yeah. And, man, the stuff they do is all about family, mm. about community, mm. about careers, about and doing it the right way. Mm-hmm. And so they they challenge the kids. They educate the kids. And so, I, you know, I'm, I'm just proud to be able to, to have fun with them and to help. I did leadership training, uh, team building work. So we do some team building. Yeah. And that's the primary part of a lot of the work that I've done is like team building where we have 100 kids or whatever in the mm-hmm. room and I make You're them, so good at that. I by make the way. them get frustrated and angry <laughs> with each other, and then I go, "Okay, I'll see you later. I'm going to go get a coke." Uh, yeah. No, but we work through those challenges and teach them a little bit about leadership. So, but big shout out to FCCLA and just mm. the kids that are involved in that. Um, and you know, if your kid is not quite sure where they belong in mm. school, whether you know they're not quite the jock or they're yeah. not into the band or whatever. 
You know, and you're looking for something strong to get mm. them involved yeah. with. Check out if you see if you have an FCCLA chapter yeah. in your school because some of the things that they offer there are amazing. I'm so glad you brought that up, hun, because we do have a lot of clients who have teens and they just don't feel like they fit in. They don't yeah. feel like they have a place to belong. And so FCCLA is a great one of those that schools offer that is a great connection spot. But I'm going to do another shout out to another group in our local area, and really it's nationwide. And that's Young Life. Yeah. And our local Young Life chapter has just kind of started in some endearing schools, but they're really a nationwide organization where our teens can find a place to belong. Mm-hmm. And there's some amazing mentors and healthy, positive relationships and a lot of fun. You know, um, recently they did a club and those kids were just having a blast. Mm-hmm. And so can I just say, if you have a teen and they need a place to belong and you just feel like they're not surrounded surrounding themselves with positive people, check out Young Life. You know, actually there's a local Facebook page for our Young Life organization called Trojan Young Life. Mm -hmm. And I would love, a shout out to Nick Lawrence and what he's doing in our local area. But if you're not listening in our local area in Southeast Indiana, greater Cincinnati, then check out younglife.org, I think it is, because there is a chapter near you where your teens can get and feel belonged. Yeah, yeah. So especially, I mean, it doesn't replace your youth group at church. No. Um, It's kind of in addition to or your family right and they have a good strong presence mm-hmm. in most of our schools and so that's one of those things that um, they've been able to very strategically and respectfully cross that that boundary yeah, of coming into gap. the schools in a respectable way so yeah. um, great job okay so let's 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 really <laughs> talk about how this topic even came to be what are you talking okay. about so disagreeing uh, with our spouse yes disagreeing with your spouse so <laughs> Guys, you're going to hear me, guys, because you're going to relate to me today. Oh, my goodness. So I have a problem. And the problem is that uh, one of we have like little bay windows that are kind of up in the roof. And um, sometime in the winter, I don't know whether we had a little bit of ice damming or something, <laughs> but I noticed I looked up in there and it's, it's elevated. It's probably 15, 16 feet up into the ceiling. I'm seeing a watermark. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, geez, you know, not a, I got a leak. And so, um, you know, we kind of went through the winter because the roof was all icy and all that stuff. So I didn't want to get up there. And so I finally got the ladder out. A big ladder. It's a big ladder. Yeah. Yeah. And I have to go from the inside of the window to check to see kind of the damage. And so I have the ladder out. In, and it's in the foyer, right in, by the it's front in the door. Foyer, but but yeah. it, it's off to the side. It's, it's off to the it's side. It's in the foyer, right by the front door. But it's off to the side. And it's been there for days. <laughs> you see where this is going, people? You see where this is going? Thus the title, When Your Spouse and You Disagree. And, and so Linda walks by this morning, how long is that ladder going to be there? And maybe she said it like that. Maybe she didn't. That's how my ears heard it. How long is that ladder going to be there? Oh. And I'm like, hunt. I mean, I'm trying to figure out this leak. And it's going to be a big job. You know, so I'm not going to like this ladder is big enough that I'm not every time going to like take it all the way back downstairs where I store it normally and then bring it back up. I mean, it's kind of a big deal. (laughs) And Linda's like, well, hang on. Whatever. Okay. In my defense, I I forgot about the leak. I honestly thought you had got up the ladder because you were changing all the light bulbs and you were putting light bulbs in and high places and needed the ladder. And that was a couple of days ago. And so I thought that was why it was still out. I forgot about the leak. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, in my defense, I, I didn't realize that that's why it was still out. How much longer is the ladder <laughs> going to be out there? <laughs> so, okay, here, here's our point. You know, 
a month or so ago, we talked about um, research done by a psychologist named John Gottman, Dr. John Gottman, and his work that he has done over decades, 30, 40 years, on couples. And he has researched thousands and thousands of couples in what he called the love lab. And he he really captured a lot of research about couples and how they relate and how they handle conflict and things like that. And, and so we're here to talk about that today because we know we're not the only ones <laughs> that are arguing over a ladder or something else. Right. So, I mean, you use the word arguing. So we do want to talk about this because a lot of times by the time people come in to see us at mm. Rock Solid Families, mm. we're into full-blown arguments, full-blown shutdowns. Yeah. Uh, where the damage is being done and it's and it's growing. Mm-hmm. It's morphing into other things. And so we really do want to wrap our head around this. And, and I... L- Let's really talk about the difference between like disagreements and then conflict and then the growth of those conflicts. Mm. So, yeah, but you know, let's, hun- let's talk about his research because this is what blew me away with that, that point, hun, is that 69% of relational problems never get resolved. Right. 69%, that's almost 70% of the time you and your spouse are going to disagree. That's crazy to me. And you were kind of surprised by that that percentage. But I think the point is is that it's not No, about- I thought it was 100%. <laughs> <laughs> but the point is is that the research is telling us that we are going to disagree. The 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 reality that's the reality of life. And honestly, that's re- life period. Whether yep. you're at the workplace, whether you're in your neighborhood, whether it be in your family, you're going to have disagreements. We're just saying that our our society, our marriages are not learning how to resolve that difference in a healthy, productive way. Right. And we got to do a better job of that. And so if I have a disagreement, <clears throat> a disagreement doesn't necessarily have to be or lead to a conflict. Yeah. So we want to be careful here. Like if there's a disagreement on whether, you know, the... Um, you know, the the wall should be blue or the wall should be uh, pink, that that could just be a disagreement. And nobody really stands on it. There's it's there's not a heart intention to it. It's not like, I'm going to own this. I want pink, you want blue. Right. Vice versa. And so, but the conflict comes when we start to invest our heart in it. Mm, and dig our heels into it. Well, that's what happens, right? Mm-hmm. We dig our heels in when our heart goes into it first. Mm-hmm. And so we really have to understand a little bit about, does my heart need to be invested in this? Is it something worth dying for, fighting for, right. arguing over? Right. And so, guys, I, we had some fun just talking about this, like the number <laughs> the number of disagreements we have. Oh. And, and you, you know, this is important because sometimes it's okay that you have different ways of going about life mm-hmm. and you don't always have to weigh in on every single thing. Like, hon, what do you think about my little bike collection? Tell me, tell me <laughs> really what you think. Okay. I'm not the only woman out there who sees her husband with his hobbies. Now it could be hunting and the number of guns he has. It could be fishing and the number of fishing poles he has. It could be you know, whatever that is. But in your case, there are two things that you love to collect. Do you know what those two things are? Dirt and... <laughs> no. 
<laughs> one of them is bicycles, okay, in mm-hmm. our lifetime. And I'm not talking about motorbikes like Harleys. I'm talking about no. bikes with See, wheels. you should be thankful. Yes. You should be thankful. Right. See? See? Well, I would thought they were... I was thankful until all of a sudden these bikes cost almost as much as a Harley. Oh, no, 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 no. We're going to have a disagreement. (laughs) Like we're talking, you know, anyway. So bicycles can be expensive. You like expensive bikes. I like nice bikes, yeah. You like nice bikes. I am a bike snob. Yes. And shoes. If there is one pair of gym (laughs) shoes in your closet... If we went up there right now into your closet, there would be a dozen pair of gym shoes. That's the thing, too. Most of them are all gym shoes. They're not yes, like... Yes. We're not talking about dress shoes. Not like fancy dress shoes. No. It's like, well, no, so that one is yeah. like for this kind of yeah. a gym floor. And, it's, and this is for running. And I'm like, seriously, you're really buying another trails. pair of gym shoes? Yeah. <laughs> so shoes and bikes, bikes seem to be your collection. Yeah. So we disagree on how many pairs well, of we shoes don't dis- you need. Well, we don't disagree that that's what I like to collect. We <laughs> no, do we agree, agree on that. On that. We yeah. do agree on that. Okay. Um, okay. So you just teed me up. That's nice. That's nice. <laughs> you asked so, me. So what do you like to collect? Collect? Or, or or you do. You spend money on that I go, hmm. Um, I don't know. What do I? How about vacuum cleaners? <laughs> Guys, how about vacuum cleaners? Okay. We don't really collect them, but we, we have go we go through them, and and with every one of them is a deal. This was a deal, and so you know, a long time ago, I I realized Linda's very thrifty, but she's thrifty at the point of just buying junk. Okay, oh, and, and that's goodness. something that I'm like. I'm like, come on, you know, you know, especially with tools and equipment and things like that. I'm like, no, you, you got to buy quality because otherwise you're just going to be replacing it. And, and so early in our marriage, we oh bought a gosh. very expensive vacuum cleaner. A vacuum cleaner that we literally made payments on for years. No, like, no, that's no. Ex- it was yes. $600. It was a $600 vacuum. It was a Kirby. So those of you might know the Kirby stories. Okay? You know those guys that come to your house and like like throw dirt on your floor to show you how it can clean it up? It was nice, let me oh tell you. Gosh. So we, we bought that thing. And guys, we had that thing for like 20 plus years. It was a beast. All right. And then all of a sudden, all the other ladies start buying these little like sharks and Dysons, and they're like, and so Linda's like, I'm not using that big thing anymore. (laughs) And so she started buying these things that were on sale. We have owned no less than probably 30 different vacuum cleaners since we got rid of Curb. Since Kirby was sent to the curb every other day, I'm like, when did you get that one? thing was so heavy it was oh like made of gosh a, it's not like you carried it around the house it well, had wheels up and down the steps i oh. did <laughs> so it, in the last 10 years it sat in our basement in our and literally in the bomb shelter and it no one used it because it was so heavy and it's so bulky and so i have we have a friend who's who scraps metal who recycles <laughs> and i gave it to him one day without me knowing and you got very unhappy about your kirby kirby got sent to the curb <laughs> And, and so, but here's the point, guys. I mean, we're having fun with this, but you also notice that we're laughing about it because in the moment you can actually get like a little. You were steamed. worked up about Kirby. I, I'm still a little bothered by Kirby. <laughs> Frank, but, give Miss Kirby yeah. back. <laughs> but the the point is, is you do have to make a conscious decision. And hear what I just said. You have to make a conscious decision about what Linda said before. Is this a hill you're going to die on? Mm. Is this something that's going to actually be a wedge in your marriage? Mm. You know, at the end of the day, well, let's go back to the bikes. We're talking about people's intentions. 
if my intention was so self-centered that collecting the bikes or buying bicycles was taking away from this marriage, was taking away from our family, from our mm-hmm. financial resources, if it was very irresponsible in that way, and I can definitely see where that would be a problem. Mm-hmm. But over the years, she's come to realize that it is just an interest of mine, that it is not something that I exploit and it takes away from the family. And Han, a long time ago, you've just, you. it's like, no, it's, it's, in fact, it's not what I would do, but it's not a bad thing. Right. And so we, we don't, we don't argue about that anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do it in a respectful, respectable way. Um, I don't uh, flaunt it or anything like that. It's just like, no, you know, and, and, and I have a means of saving up for those bikes. You do. You have your little blow fund. I that ha- you, you and s- I throw- hey, and if you're going to spend your blow fund on another bike, then blow it. Yeah, I, I throw that in. And again, <clears throat> so it's because it's one of those things that we don't have to agree on mm-hmm. because it's not a heart investment by both of us. All right. My heart <laughs> is into them. Linda's not, but she doesn't need to be. Yeah. And I'm not intruding in on her. All right. Yeah. Hun, you... um you said something that is really important and that is the heart issue and and the, the protecting the marriage i remember years ago there was a difficult time in my work environment where i felt like i was doing two jobs and i was at work every night late and you didn't like that and we disagreed on what was the healthy balance for us mm-hmm. and i remember this was a hill you were going to die on because it was super important for our family that we had some kind of balance mm-hmm. and so you sat me down and you didn't say i'm leaving you or we're divorcing or you're mean and you looked at me and said this isn't working mm-hmm. and something's got to change and that for you, because it had been eating you up and you've been seeing me stressed out and working way too many hours. And you literally said something has to give. And I'll never forget that moment where I had to decide, like, am I going to die on this hill of this is my job and this is what I have to do and, and kind of block you out? Or was I going to listen to what you had to say and decide that our marriage was more important? And so he was right. I had to put some balance in that. And even though I didn't feel like I had any control over that, I had to listen to him and hear his heart and know where he was coming from and come at it, not in a defensive way, but in a way of, okay, let's find a way that works for our family. So Mm -hmm. you and I, because you knew that it was crazy at work right then, Mm -hmm. and that I didn't have a ton of control over my schedule, but I said, I'm going to protect and just be gone two nights a week. Would that be okay? And you and I came up with that idea. You you felt like I was doing too much, and I felt like I, I had to do all these things. And so we came up with this compromise that worked for our family in that season. Right. So it brings us to the idea of, um, what, like when we get, um, bothered by something, it's because it, we feel like it infringes on us or mm-hmm. our way. Like mm-hmm. it's coming into my territory. This affects me now. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we have to analyze a little bit about like, well, what does, what's the definition of me? Mm-hmm. Is me like meaning the whole house and family or is me just meaning me? Selfishly you. Is it, yes. Yeah. Is, is it a selfish protection or what? or am I protecting the family Mm -hmm. um, unit? So this is not just something that just Mm -hmm. pops in your head. You have to, these are the conversations that you have to have. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, wait, so how big is this disagreement? Who is it impacting? Yeah. If I get my way, okay, making me happy, 
at what expense yeah. to the family or to Linda? Mm-hmm. And, and that's where it goes back and forth. One of the questions we always bring up when we're talking about, like I actually, and I've mentioned this on shows before, I mean, one of my rules with my couples that come in and I say this really early in, in the sessions are, from now on, there's no more arguing. You're not allowed to argue. Nah, you're done. No more arguing. And they look at you like, we're not allowed to argue? <laughs> like, no, you're not allowed to argue. You're allowed to disagree, but argument is based on the idea or the principle that somebody's got to win. Mm somebody and we have to have this family some family's Mm. got to win here okay and so that whole idea of argument is taken off because now we have to do all of our our battling back and forth Mm -hmm. needs to keep in the backdrop well what would keep the family strongest yeah right and so the idea there's no doubt if merle were were by himself i'd have 50 more bikes okay like because it would always be just about me Mm -hmm. but the balance says okay no wait no what what would work with our family yeah and that's where the compromise comes in and because it is a worthy compromise like my bikes are not worth what my family's worth my bikes are only they're temporary and they don't mean much yeah and so i tell couples all the time i want you to put god in the the front of your marriage of your family and look to him for direction okay he should not be compromised he should not be left out of the equation and then your spouse is second and so everything else is on the table for discussion and removal whether i had to look at you hun and say if i need to quit my job i will do that if it's the expense of our marriage and our family my job is not that important and so that's what we got to do whether it be our bikes whether it be our shoes whether it be our vacuum cleaners whether it be our job whether it be whatever it is if it's not put as as your family is not put as a priority if your marriage and god is not put as a priority you're always going to have this wrong perspective of why you're fighting for those things yeah let's be really clear when this is first kicked off that's not the time that you're probably going to come to your immediate resolution i mean things get personal and so that's why these things take time you actually have to kind of digest it out a little bit in Mm -hmm. your mind to go wait what am i actually fighting for what am i actually protecting here so even to this day, like you and I, hun, we talked like even like the ladder that we started the show with, you know, like when Linda first kicked back about the ladder, I was just like, really, are you serious? You know, like mm-hmm. we're ready to start bickering about that. And then we just had to have that conversation like, okay, wait, in the big picture, right? in the big picture, um, is it that big of a deal that mm-hmm. we're going to let it ruin our day? And like you said, hun, 70% of the stuff just is going to go unresolved because it just should be. It's not a big deal. Right, right. We're not going to put energy in it. And so I, I want you guys to really focus on each other and and how you are coming together with this. And hun, I tell people all the time, I want you to be able to lay your head down at night and know without a shadow of a doubt that you're okay and that your family's okay. And if you don't have that peace, then something's up. And so I want you to really wrestle that out, wrestle that out with the Lord. Like, why am I so anxious? Why am I so resentful? Why am I so upset right now? Is it because I'm not getting my way? Or is it because something that is bigger that we need to resolve, it needs to be addressed? And if that's the case, I want you to take a deep breath. I want you to pray over it and ask God to give you the direction on how to address it. You know, I I think about... um, For example, one of the hills that I die on is how we talk to one another. If it's disrespectful, 
respectful, if it's foul, mm-hmm. I'm not going to just let that roll. That's important to me. You're not going to cuss me out. You're not going to punch me around. I'm going to I'm going to die on that hill of respect. And so we're going to talk that out. And if you keep doing that, we are going to keep talking about that. And By the way, I come, don't do that. You don't okay. do that <laughs> because that's a hill I die on and I wouldn't have that in my marriage and family. And so that's something that if those are really important things to you, that you start up softly, okay, that you code it with some, I say this all the time, if you're feeding a kid peas and they hate peas, <laughs> you want to wrap it in applesauce, okay? So I don't want you to avoid hard discussions. This isn't what we're trying to say. There's going to be hard discussions that you have to have. But don't come at them with a dagger or a, a sledgehammer. I want you to softly start it up by, hun, I know you do so much work around this house and you are amazing at fixing things and stuff. But could we move that ladder out of the front because we're about ready to have company right. and it just looks obnoxious. So, you know what I'm saying? It's a little different than you need to get that ladder out of there. Right. You know, so there's a different way of approaching it. Right. And so basically, hun, in that statement that you just made right there, you are asking me to put your eyes on for mm-hmm. just a second. And so it, I can easily get trapped in my own field of vision, how I see things, what I believe is important, what I'm concerned about. And I can lose the field of vision for other people. And so that's that whole idea of empathy, that whole idea of going, okay, so well, what are they thinking about? How are they seeing this issue? Mm-hmm. And so that's part of a practice as well, hon, that we, we look at things from different perspective. Um, you know, when you can't look at something from mm-hmm. a different perspective, you come off as a very um, selfish. And yeah. then if you are very disagreeable about those things, mm-hmm. you know, you really come off as just that arrogant, um, selfish person that people can't work with. I can't tell you how many times in our office we get the word narcissist. I think my husband's a narcissist. I think my child's a narcissist. It's like, I just think it's selfishness that we've allowed. We've allowed in relationships, mm-hmm. we've allowed in our life, and no one's put them in check. And we were in this cancel culture that bullying and kind of forcing our way on people and you have to agree with me or you're a hater. I just feel like my goodness, we, we can disagree. We're, we don't want all to be thinking and walking the same direction, but we do want to be respectful and we want to really stand on what's really important and let the other things go. Yeah, yeah. So all of this kind of comes back down to that whole idea of pride. Mm. We have to check your pride. You know, there's something like called family pride and the family pride is protecting Mm. a family. But when it's selfish or individual pride, it really can be really misplaced. And so uh, understanding where your level of pride is uh, of just taking care of yourself and and being uh, just Mm. um, very narrow minded and that that is the only perspective that matters. Yeah, Let's mention that family pride here for a second, because I think that's dangerous too. When you're so worried about your reputation and what people are going to think of you, I I just want to represent the Lord well. And and sometimes that means humbling ourselves and admitting Mm -hmm. like, like we are today, like we don't have it all together and we have arguments and we let people down and we mess up. And so thankful that God is a forgiving God. And, and I think when we get that relationship good and healthy mm-hmm. and we understand the gift he's given to us, it's a lot easier to extend that same grace and that forgiveness to other people. No doubt about it. All right. Mm-hmm. So anyway, hopefully we started this show with a little bit of fun, mm-hmm. um, but you understand that disagreements are going to happen. Yeah. And our challenge for you 
is to actually take a look at some of those those small disagreements that you have and how you're letting those grow. Mm. Because it, we did an entire show on this. If we continue to allow the disagreements to grow into conflict, these are the things that push this this mm. uh, slow fade. And we had the 15 to 20 to 30-year-old marriages mm. coming into our office, and they are on their last breath. Yeah. And so these small disagreements, we have to put them in their proper place. We have to have the mm-hmm. proper perspective of them. Should I just really laugh this one off? Or do I need need to go a little bit deeper and address it so that we can get common ground to see how we're going to understand the problem. So please do, yes, address the disagreement, but that might mean just putting it away and never dealing with it because it's not worth it. Or it might mean Mm. getting a resolution so that we can see another person's point of view. And we don't want you just to brush it under the rug. Because Linda yep. Merle said so. Just brush it under the rug and, and, and forget about it, but you really aren't forgetting about it. Yeah. That's not good either because it just builds that resentment and then it just explodes. And we have that coming in our office quite a bit. So we're asking you at the end of the day, here's your check. Here's your heart check. Am I putting my head on the pillow and finding myself at peace? Peace in myself, how I treated my spouse and my kids and how I handled my day or peace in our relationship as a couple. And if you don't have that, if it's eating you up, something is eating you up, then you really have a decision to make. Are you going to let it go? Or if it's a hill you're dying on, are you going to soft start up and try to resolve it so it doesn't get so much under the rug, you start tripping over it? Yeah. Good, good, good stuff. Okay, so uh, again, we would like to thank Casey's Outdoor Solutions and Maxwell Construction for coming alongside of the work that we do. Uh, we want to thank all of you listeners and viewers out there that subscribe to our channel. Please help us out. Subscribe to the Rock Solid Radio and the Strong Dads channels. Help get the message out. Um, share our shows. Um, we want to have fun, mm-hmm. but we want to be productive in doing it. And part of this mission is way bigger than Linda and I. Yeah. So please help us by doing that. All right. Hunt, wrap us up. Yeah. We thank you so much for tuning in to Rock Solid Radio, building a stronger community, one family at a time. Make it a great day. Are you going to get the ladder out? Oh, <laughs> I'll go move the ladder. <laughs> Thanks, son. All You're right. the best. <laughs> Rock Solid Radio wants to thank Maxwell Construction, who has been our sponsor since the very beginning. For over 30 years, Maxwell has delivered the highest quality projects by holding to their core values of customer satisfaction, positive attitude, respect, and excellence. So if you have any kind of commercial construction need, give Maxwell Construction a call today at 812-537-2200.